exploration of Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, Chapter 22, The Elements of Material Creation. We're up to text number 18. And 18 is the concluding verse of a section which began with text 12. Uh, you may recall that at the very beginning, Uddhava says to the Lord, uh, you have personally given uh, uh, an account of 23 fundamental elements or principles. The word that's used here, are the, the basic ingredients of creation is tattva. This is standard Sankhya philosophy term that tattva is used this way because... In the word tattva is interesting. It's tat from the pronoun tan, which this, that, he, she, or it, depending on that, is an indicator of pointing to something. <laughs> um, tat, so in this case, tan, it's tattva, thatness, or thisness. Um, so here, this is the word that's that's used in Sankhya for what are the fundamental units. Of course, we also have pancha tattva, uh, uh, the five uh, uh, persons who are also cosmic principles, you might say. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, so tattva. And for the Mayavadis, by the way, tattva, they take it to indicate tattvam asi, that are doubt. Anyway, this has big history, tattva. Uh, so here they are the fundamental elements of creation. And uh, it's translated, you have given 28, but actually the Sanskrit says, you have given 9, 11, 5, and 3. Uh, and so here when we come to uh, starting with text 12, uh, Krishna does it in that order. Uh, well, he, he starts with 11. Uh, well, the first 12 and text 12 and 13 really indicates the three modes of material nature, which is the three. And then, uh, then in 14, the nine are described. And uh, I remember I told you there's a little confusion because Krishna's description of the nine here are uh, Purusha, uh, Prakriti, uh, uh, Vyaktam, Mahatattva, uh, False Ego, uh, and the five uh, Tan Mantras, uh, rather the five uh, uh, basic element, uh, elements space or ether, air, fire, water, and earth. These are the tattva. The, I described those nine and we pointed out that uh, in the first verse the nine are uh, God the jiva and here the nine is the first two are not God the jiva but they're Purusha and Prakriti. And I, that's a little bit of a puzzle that, that, that uh, purport to, to the first verse that you know, introduces them into the actual translation comes from, become, comes from Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur's 
commentary where he says God the Jiva. Uh, but when Krishna says it, he says Purusha and Prakriti. Uh, which is, again, really kind of a standard Sankhya categories, Purusha and Prakriti, the big ones. Uh, you can say, uh, yeah, then. whether Purusha, as you, you can see, Purusha can be the, Purusha means person, or as he said, the enjoyer. And it, it can include both the Lord and the Jivas. Um, and uh, anyway, that, uh, we talked about that uh, uh, confusion uh, a little bit. And then he goes on in text 15. Then there's the 11, the five knowledge-acquiring senses, or karmindriya, uh, uh, and the five working senses. They call them senses. To, to me, instruments would be a kind of more natural word instruments for acquiring knowledge and instruments for acting on the world. And then the mind, which is, belongs to both, that makes 11. And then the five uh, ton mantras, or the uh, sound, touch, object of the sense of touch, when we say touch, flavors, odors, and forms, objects of the knowledge acquiring uh, instruments. Then there is mentioned here also the activities of the, the karmendriya, but these are not really tattvas, but, uh, but he mentions them here. And then, uh, uh, then here in 17, in the beginning of creation, nature assumes by the modes of goodness, passion, and ignorance. Uh, because actually this is kind of Krishna in the, the, the 12 and now in 17, he returns to kind of the process of creation. Sarga. Adal, in the beginning of Sarga. And as we pointed out, there's two creations. There's a first creation by, by Mahavishnu and the second creation Visarga by Brahma. So this is the Sarga. Uh, these, this, uh, uh, and here the Purusha w- would be the, the Lord because the, the, the Jivas are not yet able to do anything. It's entirely passive because they don't have bodies yet or minds or anything attached to them. Uh, and it says here that the Supreme Lord, the Purusha, who's here mentioned as the Purusha, uh, uh, is avyakta. The, the Mahatattva is vyakta, manifest, but the Purusha is avyakta. And he does it by ikshate, meaning by sight. This is the glance at material nature from a distance uh, by his glance. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, and uh, uh, then when we come, t- and this is a very the 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 the. Lord in his energies 
are not entirely one because the issue comes up with the mayavadis uh, which says that 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 uh, uh, that the idea that that uh, the lord causes uh, that that that, uh, that uh, since brahman is all that there is in a sense uh, if the 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 uh, Brahman were transformed by material nature, the Lord then the Lord would be transformed, but the Lord is not changing, and therefore that lead, that that analysis leads Shankaracharya uh, to say that to deny that the Lord has energy. Strictly speaking, Mayavadi philosophy, Mayavada philosophy, is the idea that God has no energies. Because if those energies were God, then God would be transformed and changed. But Lord Chaitanya says, no, it's just that the energies, he has energies, but he's different from his energies. And he is, Brahman himself is not transformed, but the energies are transformed. So the Lord, his glance, and that potent glance then causes this, this transformation of the energies. It's the energizing or mixing factor known as kala, or time. So that's where we are now. The transformation of the energy. So now we're up to text 18, which is the concluding verse where Krishna finishes his account. He says, so text 18, text 18 goes, Vyakta Dayo, let me say this. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Vyakta Dayo Vikurvana, Datavaha Purusheshaya, Labdhavirya Srijantyandam, Samhata Prakta. As the material energies, elements, excuse me, as the material elements, headed by the Mahatattva, uh, here given in the verse, you see the first word, Vyakta Adayaha, uh, the Mahatattva, etc. So here translated the Mahatattva, the material elements headed by the Mahatattva. So the, the previous verse, the Vyakta, the What's manifest is this energized uh, form of false ego, or the energized form of uh, prakriti, uh, which is called mahatattva. As the material elements, element, elements, excuse me, headed by the mahatattva are transformed, they receive their specific potencies from the glance of the Supreme Lord. So there's the glance. That, that's his activity in creation. And being amalgamated by the power of nature, they create the universal egg. Uh, 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 so this word here, Vyakta uh, Adayaha, the Mahatattva, etc. Vikurvana, Vikurvanaha, 
undergoing transformation. So here's the word transformation that takes place. Of the now here the interesting word for element is changed. They're not saying tatlos here. It's it's the plural of the verb uh, of the noun dat uh, datu. Uh, another word for elements is datu. Use and it's used in the next verse also. Up until now it's been tatwa, and now datwa is used as a synonym here in the next verse. Then, uh, then in text 20, it becomes buta, this, in, in the, denoting the same thing. Uh, but there, buta is used as a general... Buta, usually the maha butas, the gross elements, are called maha butas. But here, buta is used to include in text 20 both the soul and the Lord. So here it's being used in a more abstract sense to be synonymous with tatwa. But in text 25, Tatwa comes back. It's just interesting to note, at least to me, how the, the uh, uh, because usually Datu uh, is really a biological term, mostly used in Ayurvedic medicine for the body. You know, the Datu and 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 Puta are kind of grosser than Tatwa. Tatwa can you know mean God, you know. So, but anyway. Uh, so here, here the word, here the word datavaha, the elements, is, is, is in the plural of datu. It means the same thing here as tatwa. And then here's the same where we saw uh, uh, in 17, this glancing, the, the, the look. Um, and then... Uh, uh, they receive their specific potencies from the glance. Uh, their virya. Uh, virya means potency. Uh, um, it's where we get the English word viral. You know, masculine energy. Uh, uh, virility and so on. You know, these, these are all traced back to Latin. It's traced back to the Sanskrit. Their potencies. And Sri Janti, they produce. Uh, uh, and this verb, uh, Shrij, which Prabhupada points out in the Bhagavad Gita, uh, which is we translate as create, really means kind of send forth. It means to come out, sort of has a sense of coming out from something rather than just being cobbled together out of nothing. Because it's through these transformations. And Anda, the egg of the universe. Uh, 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 which uh, which they create by uh, the word he uses here uh, amalgamation uh, needs to unite together to, uh, to 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 form one mass or one body. That's what amalgamate uh, means here. Uh, yes, so then there are different elements and then they're put together uh, by the power of prakriti, prakriti malat, uh, the power of nature. Uh, uh, Vishma Chakravarti says here is that uh, uh, prakriti malat means taking shelter of prakriti, the glance of the Lord taking shelter of prakriti. Uh, then is able to uh, um, 
this nature has uh, has this power, and then all these potencies they, they uh, which they receive from the grants of the Lord, they now undergo uh, unification into a, a, a compound uh, and things like that. They're put together. Actually, the dictionary says if you like this, when you offer prayers with your joined hands together, that's uh, that word samatha, that's a samatha tala, the, the hands being put together. Or oh, you knit your brows together, uh, samatha, group, and so on. So here the glance of the Lord is used. I want to... Uh, there's an account of the creation that we see uh, in, uh, in Canto 3, Chapter 5. And uh, so when it describes the transformations that uh, 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 takes place, uh, you start with... with, with uh, here it's talking about the, the production of the gross elements. Uh, I'm here at starting with text 33. Um, uh, and so there's there's uh, there's the the this uh, the sky or or ether, and then with 33 it says the personality of God had glanced over the sky. So that glance is still kind of going. Glanced over the sky, partially mixed with time. Uh, and external energy, and thus developed the touch sensation from which the air in the sky was produced. So this is what happens. There's, 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 there's first uh, uh, sound appears, uh, and then uh, from the, uh, uh, the from sound by a kind of uh, and sound is the Tan Mantra. Not this sound or that sound. Of course, sometimes it's said to be the Omkar, the kind of primordial sound. This sound is there. And then that sound, uh, from that, uh, there is the uh, space shows up. When we say space or ether or sky, they just mean space. That's the subtlest element because the least apparent to our tenses. Then he glances over that space, and the the the, the glance uh, there's uh, uh, is mixed with kala and maya, or the, with that glance there is also that that sky is mixed with kala time because that's the time energy, and maya the external energy. Uh, then the Objects of the sense of touch uh, uh, show, shows up, and then the air is produced. The Tan Mantra, and then air. And then, so the glance of the Lord. Then, thereafter, the extremely powerful air interacting with the sky generated the form of sense perception 
and the perception of form transformed into electricity, there's Prabhupada's Jyoti, uh, the uh, light to see the world, the radiance to see the world, Yeri Prabhupada translates it as electricity. Uh, when that uh, electricity was surcharged uh, in the air and was glanced over by the Supreme, so there's the, the glances there again, uh, at that time a mixture of eternal time and external energy again, these two things are together, time and uh, maya amsha, some, a piece of, uh, some partial of, of the external energy plus time energy uh, come, so with the glance of the Lord, being delivered by the glance of the Lord. Then there occurred the creation of water and taste, the flavors and so on. Thereafter, the water produced from Electricity was glanced over by the Supreme Personality of Godhead and mixed with eternal time and external energy. Thus it was transformed into the earth, which is qualified primarily by smell, that is to say, odors. So that's, that's, that's the gland. Notice how in, these, in this whole production, one from the other, each time it happens, there's kala, and, and some potency of matter are, are, are in there. So that's how that uh, takes place. So that's the Lord's uh, account here and here, how he tells us not only what the elements are, but how they transform, receiving their specific potencies from the uh, glance of the Lord, uh, their, their virya. And then Srijati, they create, come together and create this uh, egg, uh, which is also the womb of Brahma. Because the water's inside is like in, in a mother's womb, there's amniotic fluid that, that surrounds the fetus. So this is kind of cosmic amniotic uh, fluid. So now, having done this, so that completes really the uh, Lord's account of, of, of his own 25 elements. So now from text 19 through 25, now he's going to discuss the categorical system, the system of categories uh, propounded by various philosophers because Buddha had also said those numbers and here we get, uh, one after the other, the same numbers, those that propound seven, slightly different order from Krishna, but almost the same, seven, then six, then four, then 17, then 16, 13, 11, and nine. The, the uh, earlier uh, 25 and 26 have already been mentioned. So it's very systematic. So now we're up to text uh, 19. Saptaiva datava iti. See, there's the word uh, datu again uh, in the plural. Saptaiva datava iti. Tatrartha pancha kadayaha. Jnanam atmo bayadaras. Tatto dehindriyasavaha. According to some philosophers, there are seven elements. Sapta is the word for seven. 
7. And again, this word datavaha, datu, is being used. Uh, 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 namely, earth, water, fire, air, and ether. Uh, uh, so here, here in, the, in the Sanskrits, uh, artha pancha, the panchartha, uh, ka adaya, ka beginning with sky. Ka is another word for sky. A bird in Sanskrit is kaga, ka, sky goer. Ka, K H A, ka, 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 it's aspirated K, ka. Uh, so that's so it, when it says ka adaya, that's that's five, uh, uh, and then uh, uh, along with ganam, uh, which here is translated as the spirit soul. Uh, knowledge, the possessor of knowledge, because you can do this in Sanskrit. Knowledge can also mean one who possesses knowledge. And Atma here is the supreme soul. Uh, Atma Ubayaha, Adara. Ubaya is both. And Adara, the, the Adara means the basis or support of both. That is to say, the, as they say here in the word for word, the seen nature and the jiva who is its seer. And tata, from these, uh, you get deha, the body, indriya, the senses, asavaha, and the air, vital airs. According to some philosophy, first there are seven elements, namely earth, water, fire, air, and ether, along with the conscious spirit soul and the supreme soul, who is the basis of both the material elements and the ordinary spirit soul. According to this theory, the body senses life, air, and all material phenomena are produced is from seven elements. So you see how it fluffs out the, the, the Sanskrit. Uh, here, uh, when uh, Vishnu Chakravarti talks about this, I don't think the BBT has uh, mentions anything. Um, the same thing is should I? Uh, Text 19. Yeah, no, they just, the BBT just says, having explained his own viewpoint, the Lord now summarizes various other analytical method, analytic methodologies. Vishnu uh, uh, Chakravarti Thakur points out with text 19, uh, Considering the elements as seven, they are the five gross elements, the jiva, jnana, and the Lord. From the jiva and the five gross elements arise the body, senses, and life airs. So then he explains, in this analysis, the causal elements are included in the effects such as ether. So that's implicit when you, when you, when you say uh, uh, sound, here they are including 
the rest of it. Uh, uh, so in the following text as well, the causal elements or products will be included in the giving, given list. So that's the tendency, which has already been said. They, they, sometimes they will, they will, they will do the, because the effects are in the cause and the cause are in the effects. Therefore, you can always divide it up different ways. Uh, uh, so that's, that's 19, the, 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 those who propound uh, uh, seven elements. And then with 20, shadditi. And then shad, uh, shad is six. Shadditi atrapi bhutani. Atrapi bhutani. Pancha shashta parakuman. Atara yutai. Atmasam bhutai. Shristvedam samapavishat. Other philosophers state there are six elements. The five physical elements, uh, earth, water, fire, air, and ether. Instead of the tan mantras, they go with it. And the sixth element, the supreme personality of Godhead. Uh, and then uh, the supreme Lord endowed with the elements that he has brought forth from himself here, the they shristva send forth, uh, is to, to send forth this creation. He enters into it. Uh, so other philosophers state there are six elements. And here the word bhutani is, bhuta is used. Uh, uh, pancha five, and the, the six is uh, Pura uh, Puman, the uh, transcendent Lord, and uh, in, uh, then he creates the universe and enters into it. Vishnu Chakravarti just says, according to some sages, there are six elements. The other elements are included in the five elements. The jiva is included in the Supreme Lord. So there's a case where you uh, para puman, you, you say the, the, the puman, actually, I mean, it, they, they, uh, uh, this happens. And notice the word atma, um, uh, here meaning the Lord. The word atma, which is just basically the reflexive pronoun self, depending on context, uh, can be the body. I hurt myself. I, I, I know I'm not the body, but the language compels me to say I hurt myself when, when it's only my, my hand that got but, uh, hit by a hammer or something, my, the other hand. <laughs> so, uh, so that that's what we're forced to do like that. Uh, so then uh, we go on to text number twenty-one. Uh, chatvari. That's the first word meaning four. Chatvari. Chatvari. Yevete. Tatrapi. Teja. Apo. Nam. 
Atmanaha Chatani Thayar Idam Jatam Janma excuse me, Janmarvaya Vina Kali. Some philosophers propose the existence of four basic elements, of which three. So now you're getting down to just four. Might keep it simple, easier to remember. Four, which three, fire, water, and earth, emanate from the fourth, the self, the Atmanaha. Here now they have self, but they've capitalized it. Once existing, uh, these elements produce the cosmic manifestation in which all material uh, creation takes place. So that's... That's uh, 21. Uh, they point here... Oh, yeah, and the last one where they were talking about the six, BBT mentions that just like Krishna Chakravarti, the uh, Sridhar Swami has, has said, the living entity is included with the category of the super soul. Uh, uh, so here, uh, uh, text 21 uh, there's no purport from the BBT. Uh, and uh, not much to say by the, the word anam means earth. Uh, atmanaha means from paramatma. So that's where this the creation of products, this word avayinaha means arose from them. So it doesn't say much about it. Either. And then we get to X22. Sankhyane Saptadashake Bhuta Matindriyani Cha Panchapanchaika Manasa Atma Saptadashaha Shmitaha. Some calculate the existence of 17 basic elements. Here's this word, the word sankhyane. They enumerate or they calculate. Uh, sankhya can be used both ways, enumeration or just calculation. Uh, dasha, that is to say 17. Uh, Bhuta, it says in the Sanskrit, meaning the Mahabhutas, the five gross elements, uh, and then uh, uh, matra uh, is the tanmatra. The word matra means, um, you know, usually by itself it means just merely. Tanmatra, for the object of the senses, the five subtle sense uh, perceptions, uh, tanmatra there means merely that. You're down to the bare bones of sound as such, flavors as such, odors as such, like that. Tanmatra, the five uh, subtle perceptions pertaining to each. Uh, and when they say indriyani, the, the uh, senses, they mean the jnanindriya. Uh, 
knowledge acquiring senses. Um, uh, and it says pancha pancha. Uh, five, five. <laughs> Uh, five, five, and five. <laughs> Each of these these three groups, the gross elements, the tanmatras, again, indriyas, five, five, and five. Puncha, puncha, five, five. Ekamanasa, one mind. Uh, atmanaha, the atma, uh, uh, is the 17th, saptadasha. Uh, Consider it that way. Uh, and Vishma Chakravarti says the Atma here, that category includes the Lord. And so here in the translation, it's the soul, but you want to know where God is. That's also. From a certain level of abstraction, they're the same. In other words, you abstract from quantity, the Lord and the soul are the same. And you just deal with quality. You just deal with quantity, then uh, they're they're different. They're both. Uh, so then, uh, in the chapter uh, chapter verse twenty three, tadvat uh, tadvat similarly, sodasha sankhyane. Uh, uh, Atmaiva mana uchate, utendriyani panchaiva, mana atma trayodashaha. You may be familiar with these words, triodasi, you know, the chinanda triodasi is triodashaha, a little, little different uh, grammatical ending, but 13. The chinanda triodasi is of the 13th day of the waxy moon, so this is, a, I think it's waxy. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so according to the calculation of uh, Shodasha, uh, 16 uh, elements, the only difference from the previous theory uh, is the soul is identified with the mind when they say Atma. So Prabhupada has mentioned uh, uh, in the Bhagavad Gita, in the beginning of the sixth chapter, when it's talking about uh, one has to um, uh, one has to conquer the self by the self. Uh, he says here one has to conquer the mind. Uh, that 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 here when you when the, the word atma is used, they're referring to the mind because the mind is the center of yoga practice. And there he mentions the referent of atma. You see, in philosophy, there's an important distinction. Western philosophy has made this distinction. I'm sure other places they do. Between a, a word has sense and reference. Sense meaning the meaning of the word, and reference is the objects to which it per- pertains. So, for ex- the example, yeah, see, sometimes you get confused. For example, the term uh, morning star and evening star. Two different senses. It's the star that appears first in the morning, the star that appears first in the evening. So the sense is different, but the referent is the same, the planet Venus. Uh, so, so in this way, uh, you can have a word, Atma, meaning self, 
but according to according to uh, context, the referent can be different. No sense in reference uh, here. Uh, so it's just. But anyway, it's a, it's, it's a use, useful to remember that uh, what, the, what, the, what the words are, are being used, um, uh, whether you, there what's in play is the sense, the meaning of the term, or the or the set of objects to which the term is applied. You can sometimes get confused. According to the uh, sixteen elements, is that atma that category, the soul is identified with the mind. If we think in terms of five physical elements, the Mahabhuta, here that just says in the text, Bhuta, and the Indriyani, the, the Indriya, the five senses, the Gyanindriya, meaning bad, uh, the mind, uh, the individual soul, uh, uh, and then uh, you get the 13. Vishma Chakravarti says, the jiva, the jivatma, is considered along with the mind. Uh, so if there's mind and atma, then the atma refers to the Supreme Lord here, and the uh, mind refers to the jiva. Uh, or however you do it and. Atma refers to here two types, he says. Those are the Atma and the Paramatma. They're both Atma, of course. The self of the self, the Paramatma. So the five senses include the five Tanmatras, uh, mind, uh, Atma, and the Paramatma. Atma stands for two types. And, uh, okay, so now... Uh, uh, not much to say about the next ekadashatva atmasau mahabhutendriyanicha ashto prakritayashchayiva prakritayashchayiva purushascha navitetyata navetyata nine counting eleven this is the last batch. There are the soul, the gross elements, and the senses. The Mahabhutas, here they say in the Sanskrit, Mahabhutas. Eight gross elements uh, and subtle elements, plus the Supreme Lord, the Purusha here is mentioned, uh, would make uh, nine. So that's, the, that's that uh, Calculation. Uh, here, uh, yeah. Eight gross and subtle elements. By eight gross and subtle elements, they mean the gross out and the subtle elements. Elements are manas, buddhi, and ahankara. Uh, those those are the subtle I mentioned the subtle elements there in text uh, 24 and now we come to Krishna's summary uh, thus uh, well here the text um, uh, iti so notice the iti that means thus huh? 
In this way, ittinana prasankhyanam tattvanam ishibhikritam sarvam nyayam yukti matvat vidusham kim ashobhanam. In this way, uh, in these ways, plural, thus great philosophers have analyzed the material elements in many different ways. Uh, nana, prashankya, and many different enumerations. And we say nana, shastra, vicharana, here's nana, many different. Uh, have analyzed the material elements in many different ways. Uh, all their proposals are reasonable. He, he uses this word, yukti uh, matvat. Uh, they're yukti uh, they're, appropriate. Yukti mat. They have the characteristic of appropriateness or properness. Matwa. Yukti mat having yukti or legitimacy, you might say. Uh, that, and that twa at the end is uh, N-E-S-S, I think. Which they have this, they're yukti matva. They're okay. Uh, uh, they're reasonable, as they translated here, since they are presented with all uh, ample logic. They have their reasons. Uh, indeed, such philosophical brilliance is expected uh, of the truly learned. We do, well, it's just said here, uh, uh, because vidusham, vidusha means those who are wise or learned. Because of vidusha, kim ashobanam, what lack of brilliance will there be? They're all razzle-dazzle. They all got their ways of justifying it and presenting it and convincing you that it's true. And they, uh, they've, uh, uh, and it mentions this showing off of intellectual brilliance here uh, in the purport. The material world has been analyzed in innumerable ways by innumerable brilliant philosophers. This is just a sample. You do world philosophy, you, you really gobsmacked. <laughs> but here the conclusion is always one, the supreme personality of Godhead, Vasudeva. Uh, uh, I'm just looking at a, a, a I, have, I have a book here uh, called The Philosophy of Theism. This is a, uh, by an American, somewhat forgotten. This is a book of 1887, uh, Borden P. Bone. It's quite, quite a big book where he argues in the very beginning that people reject theism, but if they look at their ways, they always think they really, in effect, presuppose it. Uh, to begin with in different ways without acknowledging it. You know? so, an example, you may, you may reject something, but it, it may be there in different ways. So the conclusion is always one. Uh, aspiring philosophers need not waste their precious time showing off their intellectual brilliance because there is little left to analyze on the material platform. See, it's been there, done that, <laughs> already, you know, way back when the Bhagavatam was uh, spoken. Uh, one should simply surrender to the absolute truth, the supreme element of Lord Sri Krishna, and uncover one's eternal consciousness of God. So there's a little coaching 
there uh, uh, how to uh, do that. Uh, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur just simply mentions this verse summarizes the, the topic. So there's there's Krishna's uh, rundown. So we'll we'll end uh, there and then uh, take up having Krishna having like given his his uh, his uh, discussion of this. Uh, we will find that uh, with 26. Uh, uh, Uddhava has a question now, a further question. Uh, how, because he says Purusha and Prakriti are so mixed up together, spirit and matter in this world, how are you able to distinguish them from each other? Uh, that's what he wants to know. Especially you see in many of these uh, accounts, the uh, 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 the the uh, uh, the compact this part of the amalgamation, you know, the, the it's one of the ingredients, and uh, we know um, uh, there's uh, uh, Prakriti is unconscious, the Lord is conscious, uh, Purusha, uh, and uh, and. In our world, we, everything is kind of uh, uh, there together. One sense, the universe is the body of God. Anyway, so we want to understand the difference. That we'll take up there with text number 26. And now we will see if there are any questions or... Um, comments to be made. So I'll we'll switch over at this point to the right Q and A, and I'll take my phone off the. I have to uh, hide the keyboard. There we go. Got that down. So now you can uh, hear me on the speakerphone and. If you call in, your question can be heard uh, and conveyed to the people who are following this on Ustream. And the Ustream people, but to ask a question by phone, you have to press star six. And on Ustream, you have to text in the question to the chat forum. Um, Hare Krishna Maharaj, Mahatatma is put into action by Maha Vishnu. Could you please explain more about Mahatatma? Yeah, Mahatatma, he's asking about Mahatatma that's put into action. Uh, actually, the first action of the glance of Vishnu is to create the Mahatatma. Because, because, first of all, uh, 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 f- first of all, this, when we are speaking about Vishnu, we mean Karanaranavashayi Vishnu, the first form, of, actually super soul. When we speak of when we speak of super soul, Paramatma, uh, we mean this is the Lord in so far as He's involved with the material creation and the jivas in it. Uh, otherwise, the Lord is simply dealing with his 
the, the, the internal potency. Uh, it, uh, this is important to note this because, because Vishnu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, when we speak of him that way, he, he is different. The Lord has his internal energy and his external energy. When he is dealing with his internal energy, then that's the kingdom of God. And he's there in, 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 in Vishnu forms, Narayan forms, in the form of Krishna, and so on. These are there. With, with his internal potency, his spiritual potency, he's intimate with his spiritual potency. Krishna is intimate with Srimati Radharani. Vishnu is intimate with Lakshmi. Uh, so he consorts intimately with his internal potency. From his external potency, it's hands-off. Uh, he doesn't intimately associate with the external potency. And when he deals with the external potency, then he takes on this form of paramatma. And there's three paramatmas. Uh, Karanaranavashayi uh, Vishnu or Maha Vishnu, Garbodakashayi Vishnu and Shirodakashayi Vishnu. The Vishnu lying on the causal ocean, the Karana ocean, uh, the Vishnu lying on the Garba ocean, and the Vishnu lying on the milk ocean. Uh, three ocean lying Vishnus. These are three forms of super soul. The, the Karanaranavashayi Vishnu is the super soul of the whole material creation taken together. Uh, Garbhodakshayi Vishnu is the super soul of the whole universe uh, taken uh, together, and specifically the super soul of Brahma. Uh, and Shirodakshayi Vishnu, the super soul of the individual uh, Jivas. That's the three forms of super soul. And Prabhupada writes, one must be prepared to meet these three forms of the Lord. <laughs> Remember, Krishna took Arjuna to see Mahavishnu. Uh, 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 so there is, because he goes through the layers of the universe to, to, to meet him. So anyway, Karananavashaya Vishnu, and then there's Pradhana. Uh, there, there's when, when the, the universe is wound up completely, when it's completely gone, the material creation is wound up. Uh, the material energy is super subtle, and within the body of the spirit, he inhales, right? It says that when, when, when Mahavishnu inhales, all the universe, come, they come out of his nostrils and skin pores, and then they all, they all come back in again. So when, when, when there time, there is no material creation, because there are, there are all those spells from there, there, uh, there aren't any. Uh, then, then the, my understanding is the material energy is there in such a subtle form as pradana that you can barely distinguish it. There's some little distinction. So that, that when, when, he, when he creates, there's that pradana, which is all, also just 
undifferentiated material nature. Then the glance of the Lord is there, or kala, time, with that time energy. And then the first thing when that, 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 that kala hits the pradana, it transforms it into mahatattva. Uh, and then as soon as that happens, it, began, it becomes energized. And, and Mahatattva is this pradana when it's been energized, but before any uh, differentiations take place. It's just electrified, you might say, by time, pradana is, is called Mahatattva. And it's, so it's, it's mentioned as vyakti, it's manifest. There's something there. Like right now, cosmologists are trying to, you know, get back to the sound of the Big Bang and see what happened at the very beginning. They're looking for that, you know. Uh, they're searching for Krishna, actually, but uh, that's as far as they can ever get is Mahatattva. Uh, uh, and then it starts to differentiate. This Ahankara appears with the, the first thing that appears uh, different, precipitates out of the Mahatattva is false ego, because the whole purpose is for the living entities, and then that false ego, uh, by the time energy, is then a false ego in goodness, passion, and ignorance, and then, uh, so, so that's what this, this, uh, this differentiation is between this, this Vishnu we're dealing with, the form of the Lord we're dealing with here, this Karanaranabhashaya Vishnu, and, and the Brahma Samhita is described as looking over material creation at a glance, and that whole material creation is also uh, material nature, a maya. And therefore, in terms of the personal element, that, that glance becomes, again in the Brahma Samhita, becomes Shambhu, or Lord Shiva. Because then Lord Shiva is intimate with material nature. The prophet says, or one says, one place he says, the Lord never consorts intimately with material nature, but when he does, he's Lord Shiva. Because of that intimate contact with material nature, it, it's then that, that, and that, that glance, which has the time element in it, also has the jivas that are stored up in his body and that are in some form of suspended animation. Uh, and so those jivas also get, that's the impregnation is the seed into, so on the one hand you can think of it as an abstract cosmological event, but on the other hand, it's, it, 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 it's a form of impregnation. So he impregnates material nature with the jiva, with not, not, it doesn't impregnate like, not Lakshmi, but he impregnates material nature uh, with, with the jivas, but that, that his glance takes the form of Shiva. And then, then there's impregnation of material nature with the conditioned soul. And so Shiva, because of that intimate association with material nature, Prabhupada says, can't really grant us uh, our, our ultimate uh, uh, liberation. Okay, that's the story. <laughs> 
Maharia. Please uh, remind me. This is on a personal note. How are you doing? Following moving to Washington D.C. What are positive and positive and negative aspects? Can we help in some way? Uh, well, you can help by giving donations to uh, Krishna Cure of Souls, ISKCON Cure of Souls. Uh, actually, sorry, ISKCON. Can't mix the Lord and ISKCON together too closely sometimes, but <laughs> Is- ISKCON uh, uh, Cure of Souls. Because, because we're doing this as, a, as an ISKCON project, and, uh, and uh, so it was... Uh, traumatic to move because I've been living in basically the same space for some 42 or 3 years and almost the same rooms and everything in the Temple of Philadelphia and I discovered, you know, just how used to being in that one place. I mean, I came to Philadelphia in 1962 to go to college and basically have been there ever since. So so that was a, a little hard and of course it was physically hard and disruptive because it turned out I had to pack up all my books. There was like a hundred boxes of, of books. And when you live in one place for a long time, there's things you paid money for and are useful. You don't need them now, but they may be useful later and they are valuable. So let me just put them away and they tend to pile up over the decades. <laughs> and you find out how much you've collected. So collecting too much is... Uh... So anyway, so we... Uh, we, we, we did move. We were very kindly given uh, this facility, afforded this facility by some nice devotees and uh, Rajabihari and others in, in uh, the next, next, next. So one great thing is we're just a four-minute walk away from the Potomac Temple uh, with Radha Madame Mohan and really gorgeous large Gornitai deities, and uh, Sita Ram, Lakshman, and Hanuman. So they're very close by, and that's really, that's really great. Even if sometimes you can't go very often, you can feel the energy <laughs> coming from, from across the creek called Rock Run uh, Creek. Uh, so that's very nice, and uh, we're just in the process of readjusting. It's kind of, it's kind of like changing bodies. And you got to get used to the new body and uh, uh, new, the new arrangements of your life. And of course, also in addition, at the same time, which, which happened, I, I also really am now a GBC emeritus. I'm not, I'm not a religious bureaucrat anymore. Uh, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not a, a, a working member of the GBC. Uh, and I don't have any resolvable responsibilities, and I don't have to worry about many, many other things that the GBC has to worry about. So I can be freed up to to dedicate uh, my sunset years to writing. I mean, that was the thing. I mean, when I when I saw that things were becoming a little uh, difficult in Philadelphia, I I understood it as Krishna's arrangement. Uh, that that uh, this was a sign from Krishna when a very small cause leads to a very big effect. You look at Daiva, the, the unseen hand of the Supreme. Uh, and I suddenly realized I had my 69th birthday last year. Uh, and I remembered that Prabhupada was 69 years old when he got aboard the Jaladuta. And he was always telling us, although we didn't quite believe him, but he was always telling us, I am an old man, I can die at any moment. 
And he was always conscious while he was getting ISKCON together to get it together fast because there was not much time. So I thought, well, I'm that same age now, and I have ideas for six or seven books maybe and things that I've collected. All Many of the books I brought were because I was exploring different things to write about. I've given lecture series where I tried out ideas on other people to see, see what would happen. And now, when am I going to write those books? And it's clear as long as I was a functioning member of the GBC, there would be no time. So that's the next thing is now I have to produce these books. So Krishna provided me this nice little office to work with and the facility and the time and hopefully the financial support that I can dedicate my time to just writing and teaching. Uh, which I really have to do. And as I was encouraged by, by the fact that I had m one of my last services to the GVC was a research and writing project on um, Srila Prabhupada's position, uh, which really did involve kind of using the skills I had learned getting a PhD and how to do research into the past of the, the precursor institution uh, the Gaudiya Math, where the first attempt to establish the Krishna consciousness movement in the West was made, and didn't quite get off the ground. And from looking at that in detail in the historic record, was able to see how Prabhupada used what had happened to Gaudiya Math as kind of uh, the beta test version of ISKCON, and really just exactly 30 years later picked up the Bhakti Siddhanta left off and, and, and carried it through. It was kind of really amazing to see uh, his relationship with his own spiritual master illustrated by this. Uh, so that book is available now. I have them some here and you can send them to you or you can, they're online. Uh, where do you go online to get them? Foundercharya. Yeah, foundercharya.com. You can download electronic copy of this book. Uh, and so I was so encouraged by that book and by the, the GBC's published it as a GBC foundational document. So that was the other encouragement. Let me do that activity of research and writing again. So that's, that's, that's how it all came together. And I'm still getting used to it. And there's still, it's, you know, I'm not, not quite get into everything. A uh, little harder time for my wife because this is my main engagement and she's sort of a little little loose what exactly how she will, uh, what, what, what she will do, but we're working on it. Thank you. Okay. Now, uh, the asks, is Brahma consciousness of the whole universe, like, are we conscious of our whole body? As you mentioned about the water in the universe, like, and the food in the womb. I, the universe is Brahma's body. Now, now, now when, I, when I say uh, that, that uh, something is my body, it's that part of material nature to which I have the most immediate access. So right, right here I have in my hand this uh, little black object known as an iPhone. Looks like that cosmic object from Danny Kubrick's movie, right, when they encountered. <laughs> uh, what was that called? Uh, I forgot that. Huh? Yeah, the, the famous uh, 
that science fiction movie in the end there's this big black uh, slab that they encounter. Anyway, here, th this object. Uh, and if I want to move this object, I have to pick it up with my hand. Now, my hand is an object in the world, but when I want to move it, I should move it like that, right? You know, I, I, it just, just goes when I want it to. I don't have to grab it with something. So my body is, a, is, is one part of material nature, uh, and I can feel it, and I can make, make it do things naturally without, without any intermediate thing. So the, the devas all can do that with the material world, different parts of it, and Brahma the whole thing. So that's what it means to say that it's his body. This, I, I have some consciousness of the operations of my body. I can feel my heart beating. I, I, I have my internal senses of balance, my proprioceptive senses as to what's going on inside my body. Uh, I can sense it. Not all of it, but a good part of it. Uh, so there's a sense in which the, the really Brahma is the soul of the universe. Technically speaking, he's the soul of the universe, uh, uh, and Mahavishnu is the super soul of the universe. Or, or at least Garbhodakshaya Vishnu is the super soul of the universe. Maharaji asks, when would we point the moment of material creation using modern physics approach starts? Is it Mahatattva or Pradhana or even later stages? I think it's Mahatattva. Uh, I think it's Mahatattva. But uh, how much Mahatattva? That we don't know. Uh, my grandson that just came in the room. <laughs> and son. <laughs> so, so yes, yeah, it's very interesting. But they're trying to get back to that, that, that zero moment. Uh, you know, when 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 they when they accelerate subatomic particles, at least if they describe what they're doing, and collide them together at, at higher and higher velocities in this big huge thing, uh, CERN, you know, and, 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 and that's in Europe, uh, and, and, and getting closer and closer to the speed of light, and they look at what comes out. What they're trying to do is to actually recreate in a little way the closer they get to the initial conditions of the universe. But they, as they, they accelerate at higher and higher velocities, uh, you get closer to the speed of light. Uh, the mass of the particles increase, and so you know, you, you, there's a limit. You, you can only get so far uh, like that. But that's what they're trying to do, is trying to find out what was happening right at the beginning of creation, these subatomic particles, what they call them subatomic particles, they're not, you know, particles is the wrong word to use, but entities. <laughs> they're, trying, they're trying to get down to whether the ingredients at least of one portion of the Mahatattva, uh, somehow or other. Okay. Very stop there. Okay, so we pick up next time where we left off. What text number are we on now? We're on, oh, yeah, 26. Udava's question. The kind of the whole focus of the, of, of the chapter.
uh, changes um, somewhat. So next week, again, thank you very much. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai.